You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I played a doubleheader of softball tonight. I did alright. I did much better tonight than I did last night. Or last week. Sorry. And I did a full day's work. And I had a Jeopardy audition earlier today that I'm not very confident in my performance at that compared to how I did on the actual online test, but we'll see. I think I presented myself well anyway. It's the best I've looked on a Zoom call in a long, long time. Suffice to say, a lot of my energy has gone elsewhere tonight. Is Y'all could tell by the lack of communication on Twitter. If you're following me at A underscore J underscore Andrews. So weird to say that. Not at the end. But you know what? None of it matters. Because for the first time... Since I started doing this podcast on April 26, 2018, literally an entire lifetime ago, I get to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays playoff team. And that's really exciting. I'm I'm going to go more into depth on just how they got here and, you know, what tonight's 4-1 win over the Yankees meant in the grander scale of things. Spoiler alert, Hyunjin Ryu's really good. Vlad Jr. is awakened like Godzilla. I'll talk about that more in the next episode, but I just, I kind of want to bask in this. I just want to enjoy the fact that, you know, the Blue Jays set some expectations and were able to get there. It was going to be a weird season. It was always going to be a weird season when, you know, the world's in the grips of a pandemic and you have teams playing five doubleheaders in a season to make up for games missed due to said pandemic. 
but you can only tackle the course that's laid out in front of you. You can't go after hypothetical paths when they don't exist. The Blue Jays saw what they had to do. They stumbled a little bit, got off to a really rocky start, and then that six-game losing streak was akin to, you know, someone dropping a monitor on my foot for six straight nights. A monitor I just bought. But they did persevere. They managed to fight through it. And they actually took three of four from the Yankees in Buffalo. And that's awesome. Now, does it offer hope for the playoffs? Maybe. It's more than likely they're going to face Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay is going to be able to throw Blake Snell, Tyler Glasnow, and Charlie Morton in a three-game series. That is going to be very difficult to deal with, but not impossible for the Blue Jays. And you know what? I bet you the Blue Jays are looking at those rays and they're licking their chops because they know they can beat them. I believe at least four out of the six wins that Tampa Bay got against Toronto this season were by one run. They know they can play this team tough and they know that if they get a break or two their way and play tidy baseball. Don't make those unforced errors. Don't let the raised batters extend a single into a double because you bobbled the ball in the outfield. You know, if they can do that, keep their composure, keep their control, they have a shot. Because baseball's postseason it's wide open. It literally is the league where all you need is a ticket to the dance. And then you never know. A 36-year-old journeyman will suddenly hit the biggest home runs of his career. A team that's never won a division title will be able to win not once but twice the grandest prize of them all. It is a world of possibility that the Blue Jays are just returning to. There's no one remaining from those 2015 or 2016 teams. This is a fresh slate for these Blue Jays to start writing their own destiny. And you know, they just want it to be the start. They don't want it to be the be-all, end-all. Kevin Biggio said as much tonight. He knows that this is the start of something. This is the beginning of that breath of fresh air from the postseason coming in as that window starts to rise.
We'll see what the Blue Jays can do with it, what they can learn from it, and what they can take going forward as they really start to put the pressure on teams like the Rays, like the Yankees, like the AL Central teams. It will go a long way to determining just how effective this team is going to be in that pressure-packed situation. And whether or not you can start thinking about World Series in a more probable sense. I'm going to talk about something a friend of mine pointed out on Twitter in the second half. But, I'm sorry, I just want to enjoy this feeling a little bit more. Especially since it came against the Yankees. It's just so awesome. And, you know, if if I were a Yankees fan, and and I know, I know some Yankees fans are good, but if I was watching this team right now, I'd be a bit worried. And sometimes that affects your job performance. And you might need someone else to help you with what you're doing. So if that's the case, you should use Indeed.com. It's the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. Because you only pay with, for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means quality candidates will see it fast, and more of them will see it fast. So try Indeed out with that free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. It's the best offer you're going to find anywhere. Don't bother looking. They've already done it. So go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. You are Locked On Blue Jays. Your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Alright. So I'm I'm still kinda kinda just feeling the happy. That's nice. I like this. I like this a lot better than, you know, ranting and raving about Tanner Roark not being able to keep batters from scoring. I like it better than talking about Wilmer Font. Which, thankfully, I don't have to talk about Wilmer Font anymore. He was DFA'd to make room for Nate Pearson. So, rightfully shutting the book on that tenure. But, at these times when I can tend to be very optimistic... It's good that I have friends that can kind of keep me leveled a bit. 
they weren't present on the softball diamond because we were all just like as as we were going like we were calling like whoever had their phone whoever had took their turn to sit out from playing in the fields like yo you got a score check what's the score of the Jays game and you know we were all pretty stoked when the Blue Jays finally clinched it. But like I said, I have friends who are good at, you know, keeping a realistic view on things. Um, one of them is Adam, a friend of mine from sports journalism school, still living in Toronto. He's on Twitter, at Kirschenblatt. And he said, I know everyone is excited tonight with the Blue Jays. I just warned not to project this into next year. After this many games, it would be June. Nobody knows what kind of team they'll have in June. Enjoy the right now because it'll be different after a 162 game season. And Adam raises a very good point. As I mentioned before, this is a season that is operating under the weirdest and nonsensical of circumstances. I mean, if this was a normal season, the Blue Jays wouldn't be going to the playoffs. They would have been eliminated. Well, they wouldn't have been eliminated by this point, but they would have been in contention to battle the Yankees for that fifth spot. Well, and, and not even that, because you have the central teams that are just running away with things. So, might not even be close. But, the goal for this season was to play meaningful games in September. And even if you extrapolate it to a 162-game season, the Blue Jays were poised to do such a thing. When I was doing a simulation and got to the uh, All-Star game, Blue Jays were a 500 team at that point. No reason to believe they couldn't remain a 500 team. And that was the point of the season, to be a 500 team. I, if I recall correctly, I think I told Sean Woodley when we did our Toronto Roundtable way back when that the Blue Jays would finish 32-28. and 28. I am looking dang good on that prediction. Sean, if you're listening to this, you know, you might want to bring that up. Just, you know, if you have an actual fortune teller on the podcast network, might be useful to hype her up a little bit. Just saying. But the Blue Jays have made the best of their circumstances. And if expanded playoffs are here to stay, because Rob Manfred apparently wants this in 2021 too, then that's just going to be more of a benefit for the Blue Jays. Because, I mean, we've seen the competition. It's it's a very lopsided American League right now. Tampa Bay, New York, Toronto, Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland, and Oakland are essentially the upper tier. Houston is starting to age backwards and fall back into that pit. They, especially without the pitching, losing Verlander just hurt them hard. The Angels still can't win with Mike Trout. Tigers and Royals still look garbage. The Orioles and Red Sox still look garbage. 
Texas doesn't know what the heck it's doing. Seattle's probably the team that's going to rise up and actually take Houston's spot in NAOS. They probably won't be able to do it this year, much as I would love, absolutely love to see those Mariners climb up and grab that spot. Probably not going to happen, but they're getting close. And so under that presumption of this 18 playoff, if you ex- if you extrapolate the season to 162 games, why couldn't the Blue Jays, you know, secure another trip in that scenario? Obviously, the injuries would be a concern. They lost Bo Bichette and Teoscar Hernandez and Raddy Telez and a good chunk of their bullpen for extended periods of time. But that can also be a uh, exasperated by the situation they find themselves in. So with a full spring training, with better conditioning, it's possible that maybe Bo Bichette doesn't have a soft tissue injury, that Teoscar Hernandez doesn't have an oblique injury, that, you know, Rowdy Telez isn't stepping on the bullpen mound in Buffalo and tweaking his knee. There are reasons to both like and dislike the Blue Jays' chances over a 162-game season. But you can find those for pretty much any team. And I guess that's why ultimately I appreciate Adam's cautious nature. But I think the Blue Jays do have a chance to do this over a regular 162-game season. And, you know, we'll wait until next year to find out, hopefully. You know, hopefully we're in a better position by then to actually be able to go out and maybe actually see some games in person. Be nice. Until then, though, I'll keep being here, lying in bed, doing these podcasts with y'all. Just a reminder, if you're not subscribed... I don't know why you're not at this point. I mean, the playoff-bound Blue Jays are going to have storylines for at least a week. So, you might want to check that out. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you use to get podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at LockedOnJays. And as mentioned earlier... You can subscribe to me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But it allows me to communicate with y'all even from the comfort of under the blankets. So, until we talk again, which I'm hoping is tomorrow, but... Sadly, I have a lot of things on my plate tomorrow as well. So we'll see. Worst case, it's going to be Saturday. We'll, we'll talk about beating up the Orioles, hopefully. And again, kind of discuss what Hyunjin Ryu has done for this team and how important it is that he's he's found his, his mid-season form heading into the playoffs. We'll talk about that. So until then... 
for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at cheeseforthecouch.com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. Good night. Good night.